0: Hello, my friends. Today, Joel is talking to John, the founder and president of a i Solutions, and they discuss how site performance monitoring is critical in today's online-first environment, why it's important to celebrate the victories with your team, and how no form of marketing can come close to word-of-mouth referrals. All of this right here, right now, on the Modern CTO Podcast. Is the modern CTO podcast?
1: One of the things um, within A and I, kind of a internal tagline for our people, is uh, to have a team of good people empowered uh, to build strong relationships and celebrate success. So you know, as as, you know, the uh, the real philosophy is for, for our customers is let's really build that strong relationships and the partners we have and, and stuff like that. And if you have a strong relationship, everything else kind of becomes a little bit easier, you know what I mean? And you're working together smoother and and, and, and stuff like that. So I, I absolutely, uh, embrace that ideal. Um, you know, we, we do it in a very intimate fashion on a, on a one-on-one and, and, you know, as, uh, as as we're a smaller company doing you know great stuff with bigger companies and and you know ideally now trying to showcase it that we can help out more and more people.
0: No, that's exciting. How did you get involved with AI?
1: So original founder, owner, president, AI solutions, the uh, we started uh, over 20 years ago. That all by by myself kind of blows my mind. I've been at this for 20 years. Originally it went to Georgia Tech, came out of Georgia Tech and sold forklifts. And I'm like, man, you know. And I go back to, uh, I realized forklifts was not my future, and, you know. And and, and I, uh, I missed the calling, missed the missed the the turn at the moment. Went back to, I uh, uh, got a masters in information systems, and that was just kind of totally redirected into what I thought was the way of the future, going forward, right? Doing much more interesting stuff. And my forte at the time was really all about the process. You know, how do you make a process easier, more streamlined, more efficient, something that you can kind of make decisions, you know, for today, you know, versus six months from today, we really started uh, um, all around project management software. And it was just, you know, tracking, track, just tracking stuff. What are people doing, you know, for um, a, a Fortune 500 company, they got, you know, thousands of people and thousands of projects and all this stuff is uh to me it was just absolutely fascinating keeping track of it all keeping it how do you automate some of it how do you you know improve the reporting and decision making um and it was really back then is when we we first got our uh, partnership with a company at the time it's called ca technologies and they've been acquired by broadcom and they do big enterprise software solutions for you know again the federal government the fortune 10 the fortune 50 you know and stuff like that and uh So being a partner with them, we built a really strong relationship with them. That at at the time, you know, any customer that we were working on together, I mean, we were totally in sync. There was nothing, you know, we wouldn't hide any information. You know, it was just very open, very straightforward. How do we best take care of the customer? And and what happened with that is our relationship with them actually got stronger and stronger. So as we started off with just say one one little solution, project management, right? Which now everybody has to have. And then you kind of involved it to, you know, server monitoring and network monitoring as a as a different solution. Because well at the time, Broadcom was like, if you're doing a good job over here, can you help us with customers that now have to use this solution? Can you bring on a team of people, experts, to really help us out? And so even though our partnership stayed within within kind of the Broadcom umbrella. They have enough different solutions where we're, you know, able to kind of expand what we are offering uh, for our customers um, Two, that expansion also kind of make help to keep things always interesting and fresh for the people in the company and, and for myself, right? Uh because just like you, you went evolved into, you know, several different things. We evolved into several different things, but quite honestly, they all tie to each other. Um, so whether it's monitoring, whether it's uh, software development, improving that kind of life cycle, um, you know, whether it's security, right, which now has to be integrated with absolutely everything or, or, or people, you know, are, it, it just doesn't work. That kind of expansion across everything allows you to get into much more a kind of bigger, big picture, big idea conversations, or you can really just kind of stay in the true nuts and bolts of, Hey, we need to get this problem solved and let's, let's go. But it was, uh, it's, it, that goes back to the point of strong relationships. So as we have the strong relationship with a partner, they wanted us to do more with them. And, 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 and the things that we we're doing with them just kind of grew and grew. And, and then as we were doing business with a customer. Yeah, an individual customer, like we have one in, in, in central Pennsylvania where we just started off with, you know, just doing some um, service management, like help desk tickets and stuff like that. And they're like, you guys have helped us more in the last year than, you know, anybody else has in the last 10 years. Do you mind helping us over here with server monitoring or network monitoring or some security? Right. So the relationship with that particular customer grew and grew based on trust. And, um, Man, I, I just think right off the bat, you hit such a key point that is critical in, in every aspect of, of the customers and partners and employees that, that, that we have. That strong relationship 360 is absolutely critical.
0: Do you have one product that starts a relationship more than any other product?
1: So the interesting thing is monitoring. And and it, it, it absolutely at, at the end of the day, people need to make sure that that either the application or the the server or the cloud provider is up and available. Right. So when you log in, you can actually log in and let it go. Because if you can't log in, then somebody else is they're gonna to go to somewhere else right away. And you know, you see that whether it's the the shopping cart, you know, to buy um clothes or it's the uh you know your your investment service or your banking service if it's not available then um people move on and 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 so what we find especially in monitoring and there's all kind of different things to monitor but if you just start with the very basics then then there's expansion into kind of doing more and getting more sophisticated uh, more intuitive, more predictable, and, and things like that, where it gets kind of interesting.
0: So help. So monitoring is one of the ones that, like, you get customers in monitoring, and then you expand them into other services.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so, like, so a great example is, um, and, and, and um, you do application monitoring or or server monitoring, right? It, it is is that server available? Is that application available? And and what we're finding also, so so, uh, let me step back. Right, we talked about server monitoring. That's one kind. Then you get into application monitoring and and also application performance management and stuff like that. How's that app running? How's your shopping cart running? You know, can you can you service it when um when others are crashing? So for example, the big thing is is you got like Black Friday, the big retail day. You're either online and and. Pumping out sales, or if you go down for one hour, you're losing out on millions of dollars. Like I remember, we had a, we had a time where um one of the iPhone uh, uh, early releases they came out, and the big three carriers all went online to sell it at midnight. You know when it comes live, and only only one out of the three carriers was able to process orders because everybody had the little spinning wheel. Or they just the site just crashed, or you know, one of it, and so we we were actually credited for helping one of those carriers, one carrier that was able to process orders, and uh, his team actually got like four weeks of extra, you know, PTO because of how well they were able to do, and then how well they were able to do relative to, the, to their competition, and so that kind of story just kind of excites me that we were able to help them in an, in an extreme environment, and now now all of a sudden. When things are in this pandemic, everything's online. Everything's online like never before. The, the the greatest case I was actually just talking to somebody about was the grocery store. We're doing work with this one grocery store, and before the pandemic, four percent of their business was online. After the pandemic, like sixty percent of their business is online. It's just crazy, right? So, and it's like if you want to go buy carrots, and the shopping cart either works or it doesn't work. Because at that point, if the shopping cart works, they're gonna, they're gonna buy it. If the shopping cart doesn't work, if it crashes or something happens, then they'll go to the other grocery store and go buy the carrots there elsewhere. And so the, 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 this, the pandemic has absolutely forced so much more online than was ever there before. And so then as you, as you evolve, all of a sudden you see there's, there's so much more uh, activity. And what does that activity really mean? And you, you can almost see it most on your cell phone is, um, is is the network traffic. And so we talked about monitoring the application, but it's like monitoring, you know, the network traffic, how much is coming through? Is it is it a security issue where you got too much? Somebody's trying to beat you up with a denial of service attacks, or is it just regular traffic that's trying to come in and do e-commerce shopping? And, and so, um, I, I will say one of the things was we talked about the monitoring and different aspects of monitoring. All of a sudden you can start at one area. Let's say it's server monitoring. Then you get into application monitoring. Part of it could be actually then I'll be network monitoring and, you know, bringing that one, simplifying it is actually what gets me excited. If you get a big customer, again, the, where they, they know they need this, these solutions, they need the help. It's going to help them you know from a performance standpoint it's going to help them to make sure things are much more reliable but it's also going to help them from totally a security standpoint right as you're you're kind of watching that traffic coming in trying to get into your house making sure you've got the right traffic coming in versus something you don't want but having the reliability and managing it all and i'll go back to what i was saying and then trying to make it easy where you can actually show somebody that something, hey, look what we did. We made your life a lot easier, made your network a lot more accessible to your customers. We also made it more secure for the people that you don't want accessing your network. And we've made it, made that happen in two weeks, three weeks, a month. It's not a six-month project. It's not a two-year project. It's not a big, that's... We're, we're interested in, in helping to make make it happen happen quickly i love uh the pictures of that staples easy button you know it's just like go and, and in the world of it with a lot of these big consulting companies they're not about to go they want to give you the big manuals and they want to go for their consultant to stay there for the next five years and because they got a pnl and all that kind of stuff we just want to make sure that the software works, that you're really happy, and if we know that you're happy and it comes alive quick, then you'll come back and, and we'll be fine. And, and that's, uh, yeah, that's a big part of, you know, w- w- what we do and, and how we are.
0: Is uh, the DX NetOps is that your product for
1: network monitoring? It is the DX NetOps by Broadcom is is uh, is, is is also a, a couple of different products kind of brought together. And, and the, the interesting thing is there's all kind of, all kind of network, different communications. If you want to go full nerd, right? There's like, you know, different kind of network packets from all these different solutions and different ways to slice it up. And what Broadcom really has done with the DX net ops is to kind of bring it all together in one umbrella to make it easy to put together, easy to, you know, uh, and intuitive to then understand the information and, and, And that really has kind of gone just unbelievable leaps and bounds over the last couple of years uh, with with that solution all by itself. Um, The fun thing I will say about Broadcom, and Broadcom is a different kind of company. They're, They're new to the software business from the last couple of years. And their philosophy is very much of let's put forth the best product possible. And I know for a fact they spend more on r and d than anybody you know of, of their size or related to them. but put forth the best product forward and that the customers will embrace it. They'll use it more, and they'll have more customers purely by word of mouth than anything else they could do, you know as if they had a massive sales team and stuff like that. They put the money into back into the product more so than anybody else I've ever worked with.
0: So you have a number of different products and services, but is your sales team mostly focused
1: on this DX NetOps? You know, uh, no, that's, you know what, that's, that's a great, uh, great question. You know, so as, as we go back and, and we have um, really significant and and an expert knowledge in a wide, in a wide suite of solutions, um, you know, and people definitely have a certain focus, whether it's uh you know um, application um, testing and, and, and those solutions, we definitely have some you know great experts in, in, in the security space and there's a number of different products there. and uh, you know even the you gotta go back to the enterprise project management right So we, we our our account directors can talk at a, at a high level across the you know a suite of solutions. Um, but I will say, because they have done more in the enterprise monitoring space, or what's called AI ops. I don't know why they call it that, somebody turned it up, but anyhow, I'll call it enterprise monitoring. It sounds good. The, uh, you know, so as, <laughs> as, they, as they deal a lot with that, then, then they, can, they can talk to it very, very well. Um, and, and then they always bring in you know, one of our senior experts to, to help facilitate the deep dive questions that are necessary. But, uh, but the beautiful thing about the, the account directors is they can talk to a wide range of, of, of solutions that kind of you know, also help you to understand or say, if you just want this piece, this is how it fits in with everything else you got going on. And oh, by the way, if you need something else, we can talk to those at any point in the cycle. Um, so they really do have a, a, um, a, a good knowledge across a, across a wide range of solutions.
0: In my research, I saw that I like to know about the guests before I before I have them on. Yeah, I saw you're the president, but I didn't under I didn't understand or know that you're the founder. Correct?
1: Yeah. All absolutely. right.
0: Cool. So I love it when I get to talk to other entrepreneurs. Right. Come on. And yeah. so uh, I've got some I've got some questions for you from like the entrepreneurial perspective. So sure. how does your like lead generation and sales process work given your different products and services?
1: So this goes all back to you know the thing that you brought up first and foremost is the strong relationship. Um, so once, once we have a customer, the, the, the philosophy really is, and this is not new, the easiest customer is the one you already have. And you know, so as, as we're working with a customer and, and we're building a strong relationship with them because they trust us, we've done a great job for them, they now trust us to do other things. So as they go from say server monitoring to network monitoring, say they want to talk about security, right? We, and we have the experts that can come in and talk to those things. You know, people that have also worked with, you know, the Fortune 50 or the Fortune 200, you know, have great experience, tons of experience and, and can kind of talk to them and, and, and also without pressure, right? We don't, we don't have sales quotas. So it's not critical that somebody buys on a Tuesday. I really, and it's really our, our goal is is we just do consultative sales. We're going to inform you. Here's what we know. Tell us you know, if this fits. If it doesn't fit, you know, then, then we'll go forward. Or we'll tell you if it fits or if it doesn't fit. If you know, There might be some times where it's too big a solution. Or, or it's you know, you're trying to do something that's unique that that this really doesn't do. We're not going to force a you know round peg into a square hole, and that all by itself builds trust. You know, because we're not forced by deadlines or quotas or anything else like that. It's all about having that trusted relationship with the customer and going from there. And, and with we um, from that, we get great word of mouth. You know whether it's in the in the area or in, or you know similar type companies and stuff like that. We also do a really good job of working with um the sales and marketing team for with Broadcom, and, and they uh, uh, as as a partner, right? So as we work with them, it goes back to our relationship with them is very strong, and and we're also one of the you know the few trusted partners that that they they turn to. Um, so, like for right now, we've got you know one of the top of certifications. We're in there uh, for Broadcom. We're in this new program called the Expert Partner Advantage Program, where they they have a handful of global uh, service providers that they trust will go out and make their their software products come alive. And, and we do that and we pride ourselves in being, you know, one of the, the top companies with one of the most certifications and just really to prove ourselves outwardly. But then when we get in there, we know we're going to get the job done, whatever it takes. And that's, and what that does is that builds that relationship, not only for today, but for the long term. And it's all about that long, long term trust. At the end of the day, we will take care of you. And and then I smile, right? And then they come back and they're like, here, I got another customer. They need your help. And um, oh, and by the way, can you do it in two weeks? And they need you to start tomorrow. I'm like, really? Really? Okay, let's go. You know, and, uh, and um and 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 i and I'll go back to I love the way you started the whole conversation around strong relationships.
0: Yeah, so, how do you get the first relationships? Does Broadcom like give you leads? So, if I go to Pro- Broadcom trying to buy their product, you're listed as one of yeah. their people that I can buy it through.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and and and, and in, in certain cases, sometimes they they have their own marketing, you know, uh, company. You know, people send in requests, and you know, oftentimes they'll divert the request to us. You know, or uh, or people can come to us directly. For sure, right? Is we have our own sales at anisolutions.com, you know, to kind of look at the various solutions, go to our website you, and, and we talk about the various solutions um, and services that we offer. But more often than not, it really is somebody that has a need that all of a sudden became a little bit more, more urgent for whatever reason. And um, somebody else is pointing them to us. Saying, hey, I got, I got to get, a, I got a problem. I got to get it resolved today, right? Maybe you know, maybe the security issue, the network went down for thirty minutes, and they lost a million dollars in sales. You know, they need something fixed, or maybe it wasn't configured right. So we got to bring in one of our experts to kind of say, okay, you know, make these four changes. It, 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 more often than not, it's really that time where somebody needs some critical help, and somebody says, go talk to A and I. They'll get you taken care.
0: So those 10 years I was doing the app agency and that, that type of thing, um, that's what I sort of specialized in unintentionally. And so it yeah. goes to show you about, you know, talking about strong relationships, right? When an emergency happens or some, some big need occurs and arises, you don't necessarily go to like Google to search. You, you go to the people you trust on the topic and you call them up. And you talk it out with them and then they'll point you in the direction because they eat, sleep, and breathe it. Right. Right. Typically. So I totally, I totally get that. It was just as you were talking, I was thinking about that. I was like, yeah, all the marketing in the world, like you have you can do marketing and awareness if people know who you are, right? So you're a familiar right. brand, but yep. those relationships and those emergencies are the things that have driven incredible amounts of business. Is is like 30, 40% of your business referral business.
1: I would say it's probably closer to uh, seventy. Oh wow! Yeah, it, it really has been. Uh, which which is great, right? And um, this is, uh, but but absolutely to your point. If 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 somebody has a critical need, um, we will pick up the phone and help them that day. You know, and 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 we think that that's just good karma, goodwill. Um, they'll probably come back and do business with us nine times out of ten. If they don't. That's okay too. Right. Because we've helped somebody that also, you know, probably got that phone call as well. Hey, do you have a friend that can help us out? They're like, yes, call on A&I. So now we've taken care of a couple of people in that chain. Um, but, and it's all, it's all goodwill.
0: So you guys had, uh, mentioned in the, in the notes here, something about a Gartner report. Can you tell me about that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the beautiful thing, and this kind of goes back to Broadcom and, and them being a good partner, right? So we don't make the software. We we sell the software and we service the software, right? We help to make sure that it that it works, it works for the customer situation, and and it's and it's and it's really you know solid. Um, Gartner is is one of these services that goes out and evaluates the software that's out there. For you know, for all the companies to, to to then kind of look at and choose from and stuff like that. CIOs, IT professionals use it. So as as Gartner uh, goes out and, and rates um, DX Net you know they see that one for core functionality of what is it doing. It knows that it does a great job, and this is what it what it says. But then it also has the idea, or you know, it shows that for the DX Ops that. That solution has a vision for the future. And, and is in and nowadays, everybody's trying to get into, you know, how do you do more and more automation? Um, how do you take care of the data that you're getting from all these different sources, right? I'm monitoring a server, I'm monitoring the network, I'm monitoring my phones, I'm monitoring my uh, video and audio because I'm doing more and more of these uh, type of recordings. I'm monitoring my applications. And, you know, within uh, the, the Broadcom solutions, they have, you know, the, the idea of the data lake, right? How do you bring that together? And then, then how do you also then take that information to better predict when you might fail so we can avoid it? And so if you can get into that failure avoidance and the predictability which is beyond right so right off the bat everything's manual alarms go off things go down you're losing money right that's terrible you get into automation which then says hey things went down but i i restarted it and so i only lost a little bit of money which still means i lost money and then you get into predictability would say is if these three things happen then something's going to go wrong. So with the predictability, you're like, well, I need to spin up another server. I need to spin up another, you know, uh, uh, load balancer for you know, gateway or in network monitoring and making sure everything sim- seamless. That really is is the evolution. Now, that part I don't think is on easy button for day one or day five but it's it's part of that future where you ah uh, you're really kind of thinking big bigger about how do I make everything that I'm doing more manageable? So for example, if you're working with Bank of America or your bank or Wells Fargo or Disney, you know, where they're doing a ton of video streaming and stuff like that, everybody's dealing nowadays with so much data, so much data is going over the network. it's sound, it's video, it's. Big data chunks. It's images. It's NFTs. It's you know whatever you can possibly think of, and it's it's now all of a sudden it's on a complex network. Part of it's going to the cloud of Amazon, to the cloud of Microsoft, to the cloud of Google, you know, and or it could be in your own backyard because you got three servers in in, in in at at the headquarters of Disney, or what actually is really probably happening is they're using all four of them to some degree, and you're trying to manage it. And so how you're doing that today, there's a lot of different tools and a lot of different things going on. And with Broadcom, the, the idea is bring it all back into one you know, single pane of glass, make it easy to see, and then uh, it make it so you can evolve it for predictability. And what this also does is it makes, makes sure you don't have to have a team of 100 network engineers that maybe you, know, you can get by with 25 because you need more developers that are you know developing content or you know this stuff for the end users that is you know glitz and glammy and helps helps them to grow and, and, and sell more. That's a beautiful thing as, as, as we go back to you know Gartner rating the Broadcom products knowing that these are world-class solutions built to scale, built to be you know highly reliable for the federal government. Again, the Fortune 500, but also making it accessible, say, to the Fortune 2000 or the Fortune 5000. So for as, as you, you got a company that's growing and, and you know you've you got a lot going on and you need something that brings it all together, you know, the Broadcom solutions can do that. And the DX Ops is absolutely one of those that does it, you know, very cleanly. Um, relative to anybody else that, that that's out there.
0: Yeah, it makes your job easy, right? If you have to sell and support something, you might as yeah. well sell and support like the best possible product in the world.
1: And, and it actually works. And I've got a ton of customers. Like we've worked with over 500 customers, and they've, you know, not all of them do uh, dXnet for but it's it's worked, and and they have it, and they've they've uh, stuck with it, and. And, and now, when they're with Broadcom, they can see that you know the the future enhancement requests are coming in a little bit more frequently, right? The the product stability and reliability is absolutely there. Um, you know, as, as again, we're working with a big retailer based out of uh, uh, Pennsylvania, and um, and and again, they they attribute this solution um, to really being one of their you know foundational IT you know, products uh, to monitoring the network. And really, as it relates, going back to the pandemic, um, that they've gotten more traffic, more activity, but has also had more reliability, more uptime, and and lost fewer sales than ever before. And um, they're able to attribute it back to uh, the NetApp suite of products.
0: Are you currently remote or in office?
1: You know what? So we we are uh, re- remote by design. The uh, and, and this is actually pre pandemic. So when when everything happened, everybody closed their offices. We were already we were already there. Um, we, we're a company really focused on knowledge, skill, expertise rather than location. So we we've got people um, really all over the country and all over the world. Uh, and it's, and as we bring in, you know, top talent that have, you know, tons of, you know, customer experience as well as product experience. So everybody's remote. Um, and, uh, we've, we've had a pretty, uh, clean and seamless transition into, uh, the post pandemic world.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. It is. It is great. I was just thinking for some reason, the, the thought just popped into my head and we can, we can cut whatever we want, especially maybe this, cause it might be divisive, yeah. but we're entrepreneurs. And so we cannot stick our head in the sand when it comes to things like federal mandates for vaccinations. Like we have to think about them to some degree, especially as the Absolutely. companies are growing. And the thought that just popped into my head was uh, a new one. It's if I have employees that are. Like foreign citizens, like they're, they're over here on like either like a work visa or they live in another country. Does like, am I supposed, like, how could I, how could one country mandate another country's citizen to get a vaccine? I wonder what the regulations, I don't think they've released anything yet. Really? They've just kind of announced it.
1: We, We have employees in India and Israel and. You know, first and foremost, is we really kind of kept tabs on everybody, and 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 so from a company perspective, with the pandemic, one of the things we really mandated is that people come on on video, right? So you can see their facial expressions, so you can see when they smile, when their eyes light up, you know, and and stuff like that. We really think that's part a key important ingredient in in the company culture. Um, to try to you know to try to be together because people by nature I think just want to be together um, and and then for us we just want everybody to be safe and so like I, me I'm I'm fully vaccinated uh, I respect that there's you know some people that that aren't um, it's like a, um, one of our employees was uh, pregnant you know so there there's still times of uncertainty well, the doctors you know, say they're, when they're pregnant not to do it yeah well yeah but and, and, so. And so people have to may be able to make their own uh, informed decisions. We really want we want them to, to support them. But I also totally believe that, you know, as, as, a, as a world almost, people need to be vaccinated. You know, and that's and, and, um, and because I do know, and, and we have just started doing this, is, is we've started to kind of go visit uh, some of our customers, e- even that customers, for the most part, won't let you in the office or their office. We don't have any offices because everybody's working remote. But we, we, we you know, believe that, that there is a, a, you know, a need for a personal touch, right, just to go say hi. And so we've done that a couple of times over the past six months. And, um you know, you meet for lunch or you'd meet for a dinner, you know, or something casual. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. I don't think we really have, we, we've talked about the need for vaccinations. I also have a very clear idea for my own team as to who's vaccinated, who's not. But it's not something that, w- that we've actually mandated. We're still a small company. Again, the vast majority of the people are, are working remote, and you know, uh, individually. Um, their team activity is really over over video. So we haven't had that need. But I, you know, I respect, you know, some of the other companies that, you know, they're large. Everybody's coming into the office or into the work environment. Um, You know, for example, I just, uh, I just flew home on Delta the other day. You know, I I, I would would hope that everybody that, you know, is vaccinated. Right. That would reduce any of my chances of getting sick, but I don't know. Strange, strange topic. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But it's coming up and we have people have to talk about it. It's just going to be a part of a part of life more and more now. Uh, yeah. companies are, or employees are demanding that their employers take stance on, on political issues. It's something I just started thinking about recently. I'm um, wondering, I'm going to do like a series of interviews with some different companies, figuring out like, how do they address that? What, what does it actually look like in practice? So far, the feedback I've gotten is that um, it's less of like the company standing up and like putting a press release out saying we support like this political initiative and it's more of leaders uh coming together with their teams and regardless of what their perspectives are just having discourse talking it out allowing each other to see each other's perspectives and 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 share and i think that kind of like clears the air when you do that because i can respect people that have different views than me i do it all day right yeah
1: you know and and i i gotta say so we actually we uh And kind of an embrace of uh, a culture of open communication. We, you know, we do these almost like a daily water cooler, you know, and 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 um and and we get into um part of our you know just to talk, and and then we definitely have uh, monthly sessions on, a communication, right? Different people have different styles. Somebody's a little bit louder. Somebody's a little softer. You know, how how do you listen? You know, how do you be heard? had you know how don't be afraid to talk you know th- this kind of comes back to you know trying to em- empower people and and getting them to put forth ideas and and listening and trying things like that but but going back my step on that was really back to the open communication and and you know it, as as we do these water cooler times it's also a good time you know to to talk about other topics outside of IT and 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 let everybody kind of, you know, say say their piece, right? Now you go back to again the vaccination, right? I truly believe that everybody should be vaccinated, but I also understand that there's some edge cases where you might not be comfortable. You're like, okay, I need another six months of testing or whatever, right? You know, the, the FDA just finally approved it. I don't know, a couple of weeks ago. That that to me was a huge step, and that should have you know made more people open to getting things done, right? But back to your point is. I'm I'm all about just you know people being inclusive and understanding. And you know and, and you get your job done, right? If you that's 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 number one.
0: Yeah, and I, I actually think like nobody disagrees on I'll I'll share this, it's gonna sound weird. I think that nobody yeah. disagrees on that they need that we need vaccinations, like as a as a people, right? As a as a human race, right? We need vaccinations, yeah. right? There are some yeah, things. Yeah. The it, it's similar to like the abortion conversation where it's all boils down to severity or time frame, right? Like, right. Everybody agrees killing babies is bad, <laughs> right. right? Yeah. <laughs> but, right. but
1: what it killing baby seals is bad, right? Yeah. Fact, clubbing yeah, baby exactly. seals is
0: bad, but what yeah. it it always comes down to just these really close details, and it's like the 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 political sphere is literally split based off of like. What's a pregnancy? I don't know, thirty-six weeks or something. I I, I could be wrong, but like it comes down to this time frame. And same thing, I believe with the vaccinations. It's not like that. People say that we shouldn't have vaccinations. I think they they're disagreeing on like the the gradient of severity, right? That's where we're. That's where people disagree, right? Because they'll say that like you know it's not severe enough to warrant the vaccination. Because I guarantee you, if like smallpox and polio broke out people would be standing in line for those
1: vaccines. <laughs> like oh, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and that goes back to, that's part of the, you know, early mandate is, you know, kids, when you're three, you get a polio shot, you get a measles shot and and, and you're done with it. Right. And so is this the same kind of, you know, thing? And, and, and what, I guess what everybody's finding out is the answer is yes. Right. Now, you know, at what point do you, do you, do you, do the vaccination and how do you catch everybody up and does everybody need to be caught up and you know and, and it's this whole i think we got this whole time frame you know where the personal choice discussion is is very very relevant you know like if you're a i mean if you're a body if you're a world class athlete right do you, is that you're this goes back to severity right the chances of you catching it and dying from it are really 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 tiny, but you know if you're older and you know got a few extra pounds and you know you smoke you know cigarettes or whatever those things are, then your it goes up and those people right they shouldn't be fighting it at all no matter what political background or belief or anything else it is. So that's why that's why I say and this kind of goes back to your point. I think we have this window where. You know, there's going to be this, you know, do I need to get it? I've already gotten sick. There's some open questions, but I think more like your polio and measles at some point, everybody's going to get stuck when they're, when they're born, you know, or after six months. And that's, that might be a year or two away, but that's a, you know, that's a whole nother thing of what's going on today versus what's, you know, best for society long term. And the answer is you got to get vaccinated especially when they have all these mutations and variations, it's not, it's not going to go away. Let's talk a little bit about culture.
0: Um, As we were talking about culture earlier, I made a quick note because you, you caused a story to pop up in my head. (laughs) Um, Okay, good. But yeah, so when we were talking about culture, I was thinking about this interview I did with uh, this woman named Joyce Mullen. And she's at, uh, she's like the president of a company called insight. And I think uh, they do everything from like, Digital strategy to focus on cloud, digital transformation, data transformation, things like that. And she had a, yeah. like a bunch of great leadership advice on the episode. But the best advice that like I remember from her was she had this concept called like paint the bathrooms. And the context of that is like early in her career, she was managing a like a manufacturing floor, right? And the advice right. that she had gotten was to literally paint those bathrooms that the environment was just a little bit nicer for her employees right? The subtext is you do little things for your employees, keeps them happy, encouraged, engaged at work, right? Right. So I was curious, you know, you're a leader, you're an entrepreneur, you're a business owner. What are the little things that you do for your employees at at your company?
1: I I think the, um, (laughs) so I I try to do the little things and, um, and, and, and and really over the last couple of years, we've tried to make it, um, less ad hoc and, and more of a, a program, right? Just simple things on um, recognizing uh, birthdays and anniversaries, right? So we've got uh, um, we now have uh, uh, one one in the group on on the uh, on a birthday. We'll send out a little poem about this person, right? <laughs> and, they, and, and so everybody laughs and everybody gets engaged, and and it's 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 a great way to not only um, recognize somebody on their birthday, right? And they get a gift card and stuff, but it's uh you know it's it's get it the, the company kind of involved, you know. It's not like we all came together and saying happy birthday, that you know, but it's like uh you know people can kind of follow up on it and 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 kind of keep it light and fun. Um, I'm a flower guy, love flowers. And so occasionally, like once a quarter, just send everybody, um, I don't know, a flower or plant, planter and stuff like that. Um, the, the other thing though, that I think is absolutely critical is, um, figuring out a way to celebrate success. Um, for the sales team, it's always really easy because they, they get a sale and they won, right? It's a win loss, right? Kind of thing. And you can celebrate that but it's it's how do you do it with with the other people how do you do it with the uh uh the consultants the developers the people that are in support right that that it's like if you're in support you you more often hear about the bad than the good so you you got to go back to you know what what is the good right as your your customer satisfaction rate over 90%, right? Yeah, that's, that's, that's great, right? Did somebody just give you an attaboy email? Like, oh my gosh, you just saved my day. You were able to solve the problem in an hour, not three days, right? And, um, so, uh, that is really, uh, a, a key aspect is, is to make sure that, that you, uh, find something to celebrate with the people cuz everybody's working hard there's absolutely no doubt uh love the team there's no doubt that i love the people that we have but just being able to recognize that they're they're doing a good job when you see it and celebrate it and also get the others to celebrate with you it's not a totally a one on one i want everybody to know man she just did a great job and we got three more co- customers that are happier and we think this is just a start of things that are even going to get better.
0: How does that celebrate? At our company, the celebration often happens in Slack, like our office team channel. We'll celebrate little yeah. successes there. Um, we come together quarterly and we'll have like a dinner or something like that. We'll fly everyone in and we'll, you know, celebrate there. What does celebration look like at your company?
1: You know, so you mentioned Slack. That's that's absolutely one of one of the, the vehicles for sales. We've actually got it integrated from Salesforce to Slack. So if somebody does a win, it goes, you know, sends up some balloons. Yeah. And, and it's, yeah, right. And the and, and way we go. So the other areas are, are uh, much more manual, but, it, but it really is kind of in that, that team set. Uh, it's, it's in the open, uh, channel, right? For everybody to then respond to with the expectation that everybody does respond. And then we, we also, we do, um, you know, uh, weekly newsletters. So we also, again, back to the strong relationships. We like to celebrate our successes that we're doing, not only internal, but with our partner, and and the people that we're working with on a daily basis over there. And so that that's more in the form of like a newsletter or some an, an email to make sure we got proper recognition.
0: Excellent, excellent. We've got like about four minutes here to wrap up. Is because I want to be respectful of your your hard stop at four. Uh, is well, there anything that we didn't discuss that we want to? I, we definitely need to do a call to action to tell people to go to your website and learn more, but right. is there anything we didn't touch on that we need to get out there?
1: You know, so Cammy gave me three pages of notes. <laughs> I'm not sure what. <laughs> I think you've done a great job of guiding me through uh, you know a lot of that. The uh, I-, I will say, we're just having a lot of fun. And I don't know what's going on right now, but we, we, I feel like we've had the best customers ever in the fact of the people that we like to do work with has just made everything easier. And so um, the Broadcom partnership has literally been uh, second to none for us um, in the way that they've supported us uh, technically, with sales, with a the, with the, with the good product. And then our team, you know, is, uh, one, it's growing, but two, the people within the team are also growing. People are taking on like more responsibility, doing more, but also coming up with more ideas. And I see more smiles than I've ever seen before. So, I mean, we absolutely love taking care of the customer. Uh, and, um, you know, again, I'll go back to your very first statement resonates very strongly with us um, around strong relationships. So people so cool.
0: people that hear that right and they're attracted to that. Maybe they were considering doing something with with a Broadcom product and then they hear you talking about it and maybe they buy it through you. How would they how would they go about doing that?
1: You know, so they would absolutely uh, first go to our website, right? Uh, at anisolutions.com. And uh, there's a link there for sales and, and and with that you would get right into to me and my team. And and you would find that we are unbelievably responsive to talk to you, have a conversation, and and see how we can help, and and do it with a smile. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much for listening. And if you found this episode useful, please share it with a friend or a colleague who you think would get value from it. And if you have topics that you'd like to hear discussed on the podcast, either add me on LinkedIn